Downtown Productions in cooperation with Zone Radio presents Downtown, the podcast. From the historic Zone Radio studios, here's your host, Rich Kimball. Oh, hi there. Yes, it is Downtown, the podcast, episode number 251. I'm Rich Kimball here with Carrie Haskell, and we're brought to you each and every week by Cross Insurance, where security meets strength. Got a couple of fine conversations for you this week on the program. A little bit later on, we just call him entertainer. He's got so many hyphens, uh, actor, singer, talk show host, game show host. He's done a little of everything through the years. These days, he applies his trade mostly at his performance space down in Sandwich, New Hampshire, called Club Sandwich. Our friend John Dav- uh, Davidson coming up a little bit later on. That's the plan. It's on. He must have been on the boat, right, when he... Uh, when we checked in with him recently? Well, he was <laughs> going from the boat. I don't know by the time we got back to him if he had reached it back to the boat or not. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he had a, as he told us, he had a dinghy problem It happened on the boat. And so well, we'll hear from John in just a little bit. Up first, though, member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. With his group, this time of the season, she's not there, tell her no. Rod Argent, Colin Blundstone, Still making great music together after all these years, and they've got a brand new album coming out at the end of the month called Different Game. And we had a chance to talk about the making of the album and and look back at a little of their classic work as well. Here's Rod Argent of The Zombies on Downtown. Hey, Rich. Lovely to to meet you. Hi. Man, oh, man, it is so great to hear uh, you and Colin again. Everything I've heard from Different Game sounds just fantastic. Oh, bless you. Honestly, a few people have, uh, obviously, these are early days for it, but um, in the industry over here, we've had a wonderful reaction to it. I really hope that's replicated with the general public when it comes out, because I can't believe the reaction we've had so far. That's very kind of you to say that. Thank you. Uh, the newest single, Mary Go Rent, that seems like a pretty, uh, pretty good piece of advice for all of us to uh, be ready when that ride comes around and it's your turn to get on. That's absolutely what it's about. It's it's like saying, believe in yourself and and just do what is real for you, and eventually your chance will come. But you have to be ready to take it. So, you know, keep your focus on on, on what what's right and real for you and where your head really is. Thank you. <laughs> I really enjoyed "Dropped Reeling and Stupid." Man, what a great groove that is, and it was such a fun song. Uh, that was I, I loved that song. I loved doing that song. Um, it was uh, and it, that one came together extraordinarily quickly. Um, in fact, I think it was one of the early, we, we made a point in uh, recording in a very old-fashioned way, in the sense that we all, all wanted to play together in the same room without uh, laying tracks separately, um, and so you get this cohesive performance where everyone works off everybody else um and really one of the earliest takes including colin's lead vocal um came when we recorded that we we recorded that track maybe for three or four hours the one we we took was probably recorded in, in after about an hour and a half and and it was the, it was the take that captured a little bit of magic where the the, the the sum feels greater than the sum of the parts if you see what i mean because everyone's bouncing off uh, everybody else and just minutely altering what they're doing to what they're hearing at that very second. It's the essence of live performance, really, but in a controlled situation in the studio. So uh, I, I love that. I'm glad you picked on that, too. 
And a, a really nice, different kind of sound with uh, Love You While I Can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that song was actually, believe it or not, it was written for... Uh, I had a chord sequence in my mind, um, but um, our, our manager for the last 10 years have been uh, the Rocks management, and that's been Chris and Cindy, and they were getting married. It was it was their second marriage for both of them, and and they were getting married in my place um, in, in Hampshire. And as a surprise, I wanted to write just a piano and voice thing um, that Colin and I could do as a surprise on their wedding day. Uh, in the end, it wasn't quite ready for that um but it was really written for their wedding but it, you know i hope it's a universal sentiment as well um uh and it was meant to be a universal sentiment as well not just about you know their wedding but it was sort of not in honor of their wedding so it was um a very sincere message and uh strangely enough it's one of those things where um when we started rehearsing it with a band i thought it would be great for me to play that whole guitar line, um, I was playing on the piano, uh, and it didn't sound as special as I wanted it to with, with that with that combination. So I said to Tom, our guitarist, um, if I taught it to you, do you think you could say note for note what I played? And, and I, I wrote it out. His wife's a, um, a classical pianist, actually, so she helped, because Tom doesn't actually read, but he's, he's a wonderful musician. Um, and uh, I, I gave the... The score to her of what I played on the piano, and she transcribed it for guitar. And Tom really worked at it, and he got a most beautiful um, sound on it and, and and performance. And I loved it, and it sounded so intimate, you know, just starting with that guitar thing, and then Colin singing softly, and then a really expanding in the middle, um, and then coming down again. It, you know, I loved it, and 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 that, and that was the, the whole thing about that song. Well, it sounds great. It's a terrific. We're talking with Rod Argent of the Zombies here on Downtown. A new documentary coming out will premiere down at South by Southwest, Hung Up on a Dream, uh, the filmmaker inspired, like so many were, by your great album, Odyssey and Oracle, considered one of the best albums of all time. But but it's hard to believe that that not everybody fell in love with the album when it first came out. And, and is it true that uh, a guy we've had on our show, Al Cooper, kind of had to go to bat for you with Columbia to get them to release it here? Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, we couldn't get arrested after we made that album. <laughs> but the reason we made that album was because Chris White and I, the two writers, really felt desperately that we wanted our songs to be recorded in the way that we heard them when we wrote them. And um, so we produced that album ourselves, which you know, uh, incidentally is what we've, what we've done with the new album as well. Um, and I, I think it's the best one since um, obviously in Oracle. But um, you're right, um, Al Cooper, who was the hottest um, producer at the time, had just joined um, CBS um, or Columbia, um, and he came to England, picked up 200 albums, and there was one that for him stood above the rest and that was obviously an oracle and he went back to clive davis and said um you know i've just joined you as your main um uh a and r guy um he said you've got to whoever's got this album you've got to buy it and clive said well we've actually got it but i like it but um we don't feel it's commercial so you know we're going to pass and al said you can't pass you've got to put it out he said okay that's what you feel and they put it out and they chose but not Al, 
They chose a couple of singles. Our wanted time of the season. They didn't feel it was commercial. <laughs> the story of our lives, actually. Um, people never think our records are commercial until they get to number one. <laughs> um, and, uh, it, and Al was totally responsible. It would have been lost otherwise. Uh, we'd broken up by that time because in the UK, it, it had done nothing. Um, so one guy in Boise, Idaho, uh, started playing one, one DJ and it quickly spread and, and caught like wildfire. And strangely enough, the very day that we got our induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was 60 years to the day when the Cashbox uh, edition came out, which shows uh, time of the season at number one. So thank you a million times, Al. You know, without him, we, we wouldn't be here doing what we're doing. You guys have come a long way since the Mustangs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Mustangs are not, they don't mean all that much, do they? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is great to have new music from you and Colin. A different game officially released at the end of the month, but you can already uh, find some of the new music out there. The latest single, Merry Go Round, and look for the documentary, Hung Up on a Dream. Well, Rod, thank you so much. Great to talk with you. We wish you much success uh, with the new album and with the documentary. Oh, thank you so much, Rich. Very nice to talk to you. That's Rod Argent here on Downtown. We'll pause for a moment for a word from Cross Insurance. And when we return, entertainer John Davidson with us here on Downtown. Since its founding in 1954, Cross Insurance has grown from a small family-owned agency that started in Bangor, Maine, into one of the largest super regional insurance agencies in New England. With a network of offices throughout New England, Cross Insurance works with top carriers to provide maximum value to you, your family, and your business. We are proud to be the official insurance broker of the New England Patriots and would welcome the chance to provide security for your team. For more information, visit CrossInsurance.com. Cross Insurance, where security meets strength. downtown i don't think john davidson has a pony on his boat but he's definitely got the boat hanging out in mexico in the winter time before he makes his way back to his his home in sandwich new hampshire club sandwich his wonderful performance venue gearing up for season three we had a chance to catch up with john recently to talk about the coming season what he's been up to this winter and uh, <clears throat> well preface it by saying that uh, uh, when we reached out to john initially he said can you get back to me in a few minutes Got a problem with my dinghy. It was the boat. Here's John Davidson. I got a new dinghy. I feel so much better. My dinghy was leaking. And, and uh, this one, uh, I, I, I got a smaller engine so I can put it up on my davits. Now, a davit is a thing on the back of the boat that holds the dinghy up. You know, I have a 42-foot trawler, but I live in La Paz, Mexico, on the Sea of Cortez. Uh, oh, like five, five, six months a year. And the other time, I'm at my club in Sandwich, New Hampshire, called Club Sandwich, as you know. Indeed. And anyway, uh, I, I appreciate you calling. And uh, what's up? How you doing? Well, I'm, I'm doing great. I've been enjoying the pictures uh, you've been posting on social media from uh, from on board the boat. It looks absolutely beautiful. 
Yeah, it, it's not a perfect boat. You know, uh, uh, like all of us, uh, it's a compromise. Uh, it's, uh, it's a very small boat, uh, as these kind of trawlers go, but it's, it's, it wasn't a lot of money. And I see why now because I've had to put a lot of money <laughs> into fixing it up. <laughs> now I thought I did. I I thought I saw you uh, mention at one point maybe back in in the summer, early fall, you were thinking about selling it. Well, yes, yes. I'm a little uh, 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 fickle isn't the word. I uh, what it was. I, I put it up for sale because I thought, what am I doing? I'm living in New Hampshire, where I love. And uh, I got a boat in the Sea of Cortez, which is kind of crazy. How can I keep track of that and still be singing my shows in the summer in Sandwich? And, and uh, so I thought, I should sell this boat. So I got a, in about two days, I got a buyer that was asking, that was uh, offering close to my asking price. And, uh, and uh, he had it surveyed, you know, that where you take it out, it's like getting a vet check on a horse. Have you ever bought a horse? I have not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, you you uh, you got to get you got to get your boat vet checked or get a survey so they hold it out of the water. So he came back with a list of things that needed to be fixed and said, "I'll give you this because your boat needs fifteen thousand dollars worth of work." And I said, "Well, a bunch of words that we don't use on your show." <laughs> and uh, he said, "He said, well, if, if you I'm going I'm pulling out if you don't want to fix it." I said, "Fine, pull out." Because I didn't want to sell it anyway. I love this boat. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's uh, it's sort of an obsession. I, this is my third boat. I my last boat I took through the Panama Canal many years, like twenty nine years ago. Uh, had an incredible adventure, and uh, but it was too big. It was an old diesel trawler. It was way too big. And uh, this one is forty two feet. So it's a uh, Really manageable. I can I can take it out by myself, but I shouldn't because it's not safe. But um, I mean, you should never go swimming alone. You should never go boating alone. You know, they find bodies in the water all the time. So, uh, anyways, forty two feet. So now, uh, what was I saying? So yeah, so I'm not selling it. I'm keeping it, and I'm coming back in March actually to get Club Sandwich ready. They open the uh, third season. Uh, on June the second, Friday, June the second, I got to be ready. I got a bunch of new songs that I've written. I'll tell you about those, and uh, a lot of new special effects. Uh, and, uh, and, and and something very exciting, I know, what? that you what? can't wait for people to see. You've got quite a, a fun introduction to each show this coming season. Well. <laughs> Uh, I, last season, it was Tom Bergeron from Dancing with the Stars and uh, Funniest Home Videos and all that. Tom Bergeron is a good friend, and, and he, uh, I shouldn't say, that was phony. I just did a phony Hollywood thing. He's, I, don't, I don't really know him that well, but I met him in Hollywood, to be honest, and uh, I'm not sure he remembers when we first met years ago. But I hosted the Hollywood Squares, and then Tom Bergeron was the third host of the Hollywood Squares. Peter Marshall, of course, was the first. We were both trying to be like Peter Marshall. Anyway, so I said to him, would you introduce me in my little club, Club Sandwich? And he said, of course I will. He lives in New Hampshire, uh, near Portsmouth somewhere. So uh, he started his career in in Massachusetts. I'm talking about Tom Bergeron now. And uh, so he came out uh, with the number one DJ in the Boston area. I can't think of that guy's name. Anyway, a radio personality. And he made a video introducing me. So that I used that for two seasons. Now this year, 
I called a lady who really has been a friend, and that's Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett just turned 90. Uh, I'm 81. And years ago, 1965, Carol Burnett introduced me on the show called The Entertainers. This is before the Carol Burnett show. And uh, she was the first one to introduce me as a singing entertainer uh, on television. So she made me a video that starts off my show. Every time you come to see my show at Club Sandwich in Sandwich Room, uh, Carol Burnett will introduce me. And then here's the other surprise. Uh, Shall I let you talk? I mean, it's your show. No, they, people hear me all the time. They want to hear you. Oh, okay. Uh, then I'll go on and on. Um, so she'll say, so here he is, my old friend, uh, John Davidson. She turns to her right, and we play the theme song from 2001. Do you remember that space odyssey? Bum, 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 ba-da. Yeah. Go, 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 go. You know, that ridiculous thing. That that, that's, Elvis, what, that's what Elvis used to come out to, right? I know it. I know it. Well, what the hell? I mean, Elvis is gone now. Right. Uh, most people, most people think he's gone. I, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I, so I'm, and I'm wearing a cape <laughs> that is a cross between uh, James Brown and Liberace. <laughs> and I come down. <laughs> you, you've been to my showroom. I come down the steps yeah. wearing this cape. So it's very funny. And my bass player takes my cape off very slowly, and I'm smiling at the audience. I don't say a word. I pick up my guitar and uh, and go into my first number, which is ding 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 Well, I bet you're probably wondering what I'm gonna do tonight, which is a good line because because of that opening, they're gonna be even more confused <laughs> as to what has happened to our sweet little John Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this isn't. I I use that. I use this cape in my Las Vegas show for a minute, and then everybody said, "Don't, don't do that. It's just ridiculous." Uh, and then I used it in my Branson, Missouri show after that, as I got older, and, and people said, "Don't do that, John. It's just stupid." So now I'm in my 80s, and I I don't I just I don't mind being ridiculous because. You know, what the hell? I mean... Look, if you can't wear a cape in your 80s, there's no point in making it to your 80s, right? (laughs) (laughs) That may be my opening line in the show. You've just given me my opening line. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I figure, what the hell? I just... And, and if people boo or something, then I, then I won't do it. You know, I'll, I'll come now, is, out in my underwear. Is well, that yeah. is that the cape you, you posted a picture of the other day? It was like red and gold and... Yeah, it's on the wall. It's on yeah. The wall. yeah. 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 It's very sparkly and very stupid and it's very Vegas. Anyway, uh, so I've got a bunch of new songs. I'd like to I'd like to reinvent the relationship between the entertainer on stage. Never my my showroom only seats like forty two, forty four people. Um uh but so it's a very intimate showroom and I I like to be in, in and out of the audience. I like to be uh, sitting on ladies' now that COVID's gone, sitting on ladies' laps and guys' laps and and singing. I like to be in their face. So I have a new song where I I look at the front row and I stop and I say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute," and I stare at this lady in the front row, and I get a flashlight from my little table and I shine the flashlight at her and I say, "Oh my goodness, 
<laughs> I cannot believe that you're here. And then I do this song that I just wrote. What made you think you could come to Club Sandwich, sit down front, and not stop the show? How could I not remember our story? And how could I not let them know? I point to the audience. <laughs> My mind is racing back through the years to a time when we were brand new. I wasn't ready to walk by your side, just too young for a love so true. You were the first love of my life. And, and the song is a story song about how somebody dared me to invite her to our senior prom, and the kiss on her porch that night led to uh, happiness and tears. And then graduation, she signed my books that I'll always remember you. And uh, but I was going for the shiny and the new, and so we broke up. Now she shows up in my front row, and and she still got those great eyes. And uh, and I say, uh, you know what? You were the first love of my life, and I'll never forget you. So and and she's blown away because she's saying, are you, are you sure you have the right? Person? <laughs> <laughs> because, so I, I mean, I think I think. I think she'll be blown away. And I, uh, and then, so uh, uh, anyway, I'm pretending like she was that girl. Uh, of course, it's a combination of, of many girls. So. That sounds wonderful. Anyway. Yeah. John, you and come up, I have, I have to tell you, you come up all the time on the show. You mentioned the entertainers. And just a couple of months ago, we had Paul Dooley on with us. And he was talking about working with you and Carol Burnett and others on the entertainers. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I don't know whether people actually re- it was it was sixty five you know it was a it was a Bob Banner show he produced the Gary Moore show now that's going way back with the Durwood Kirby and all but yeah it was Carol Burnett's first uh, attempt at her own she she co-hosted it with Katerina Valente Dom DeLuise was introduced on that show Bob Newhart uh, mm. a big he was a weekly person on that show uh, up up till then he had done uh, his stand up things uh, in Vegas, and, and, and he had a great record. Uh, but uh, And wasn't it, John, was it was it Bob Banner who, who said to you early in your career, you want to be a Swiss Army knife? Yeah, that's right. Thanks for remembering that. Yeah, I, I said to him, he said, what do you want to do with your career? He signed me to a five-year deal in in 65. Uh, and he said, I want to develop you as a singing entertainer. And I said, well, no, I, I, I want to be on Broadway. I want to be Robert Preston and the Music Man. I want to do uh, Carousel, Oklahoma, all the Rodgers Hammerstein. I wound up doing State Fair on Broadway, one original show based on the movies. But um, he said, well, no, you could be so much more than that. He said, you don't want to just be a spear. You want to be a Swiss Army knife. In other words, have all these different ways of being a storyteller. It's all storytelling. And uh, so he fashioned my career of learning how to tell jokes, dancing a little bit, doing sketches, hosting, hosting beauty pageants. Uh, when I hosted That's Incredible, I didn't sing at all, but I was still like a storyteller. So that Bob Banner is responsible for giving me this broad, undefinable, uh, semi-successful career <laughs> that people 
don't really know what I do. So. Well, you know who else we had on? An old friend and co-star of yours. Uh, I think uh, last fall, late summer, early fall, Leslie Ann Warren was on with us. And, of course, your name came up. Oh, my goodness. I had such a crush on her. Uh, I, so that I, I wish you did you do her on Zoom or on the radio? On the we, we, we did a Zoom conversation with her, and I'll, I'll tell you what, she, she like you, has defied time. She looks great. Well, she those eyes. Her eyes are so big and so beautiful, but they're so wide apart. It's a wonder that they move in the same direction at the same time, <laughs> and they usually do. But uh, looking into those eyes, I did two movies with her at Walt Disney, The Happiest Millionaire and Family Band, and yeah, she's a sweet lady, but my my crush on her got in the way sometimes because I was distracted by the fact that I, yeah, we almost dated a little bit, but she was, I, I had the feeling she was too much for me. I, I was uh, I was very square and still am, uh, and uh, she was way beyond me. You know, she'd studied acting at the uh, what's the famous acting place in New York City? Oh, the Actors she, Studio. She, Actor studio. I, I think she's from like actor studio. Yeah, Sandy Meisner, and mm. and she's just so talented and done so much. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so it. I think it's going to be a great year. This will be season three for Club Sandwich. The first two seasons were totally sold out. And uh, by the way, anytime you can come back, I've got two free seats for you. So remind oh, me that well, I said that. Too. We're definitely coming back this summer. And I saw, too, this is kind of a nice deal because shows sell out so fast. Uh, if companies want to buy an entire night, uh, they could do that. And what a great thing that would be for their employees and friends to, to have a night of just your people at one of your shows. Well, thanks for reminding me that. Yeah, the thing we thought of for this year, I sent an email to... You had the emails from everyone who bought a ticket over the last uh, two and a half years. And I said, you, if you would like to buy out the show, it's 40, 44 seats, I guess. And for your, for your club, for your charity, for your friends, uh, or for your neighborhood or whatever, uh, you can do that. You can buy out the whole show and uh, we'll call it that. The, the, the uh, 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 Billy Bob Johnson show. And uh, you can you can have all your friends there, and we've already sold I think five, could be five or maybe six evenings already. Corporations are doing it because you can do tailgating in our parking lot. We put out tables, so you could do kind of a tail. The show starts at seven Friday and Saturday night. Uh, you could do tailgating before the show to have your people get together, and uh, it can be a fun night. So yeah, we we've. Uh, We've sold a bunch of nights of that, and that is available. That you, you can find out about that by going to johndavidson.com. Yeah, we thought that'd be fun. And uh, you had so many great guest performers last year. I have to think people are people are beating down the door to get a chance to make their way to Sandwich and, and play in that wonderful venue. Well, they do like the intimacy of it, even people that are on national tours. we And we have a limited budget. We can't, we can't uh, pay for... Uh, I mentioned Garth Brooks. I'd love to have Garth Brooks, but we, we can't afford him. And, and uh, it, it, he would have an exclusivity clause. I mean, if he came in and played New Hampshire at one of these big outdoor venues, uh, he wouldn't be able to play Club Sandwich. You know, he's got an exclusivity. But uh, we, within our budget, we have an incredible lineup this season. I can't even, we haven't posted our lineup yet, so it's a surprise. But uh, we've been able to, the first year, 
uh, it was difficult. I, I had to make some calls to performers that I knew and say, would you please play Club Sandwich? Then the second year, it began to change. Uh, a gal named Amy Malkoff is our, is our booker. She's, uh, she does all our media stuff, and she, she finds people. Uh, they send in videos, and uh, just people that she's known. She's been doing this for years. And um, it, we, we've got uh, the best lineup of all this year. And uh, by the way, my sponsor, which has helped me buy, spend a little bit more money on my guest performers, is Greystone Builders of New Hampshire. Let me, let me mention them because Dave and Dave and Laura Smith, uh, they they develop uh, communities and homes. Now they don't just build houses. They they go in and uh, they're a developer, but they make sure that these are special houses. Most of them are larger homes, uh, close to a million dollars and, and up. But uh, just a great guy. He loves the idea of Club Sandwich. And uh, Dave and Laura Smith, they called me and said, we are Greystone Builders of New Hampshire. We would like to support you. So um, they're with us again this year, and they've allowed us to spend a little bit more money on our guest performers because I, I just break even on them. They're just kind of they're there to spread the word about Club Sandwich. So people, my shows are Friday and Saturday from June to October, and the guest performers are every Thursday night. Rich, you're so great to let me advertise my, my place on this well, show. Well, we're more than happy to spread the word. Friend. It's a wonderful venue, and it's always a great show. Now, when do tickets go on sale for your shows? I Do we know <laughs> yet? you me all the right things, yeah. You've done this before. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, soon. Uh, probably another month. Probably April 1st, uh, Amy will have them listed on uh, johndavidson.com. Uh, they're probably not listed yet, but... In the last season, we've had a lot of people come from the Bangor area and from and from all over Maine. And uh, uh, I used to go up to Charleston, Maine, and visit my uh, my I had a great aunt that lived up in Charleston, Maine, which is up above Bangor. Um, am I wrong? Aren't you just outside of Bangor? No, we are. We're we're in Bangor. Charleston's maybe uh, twenty minutes away from here. I'm sure the old homestead's up there, and I'm sure there's a plaque on a tree that says uh, John Denver. I mean, John Davidson <laughs> used to come here, and, and we all remember him coming here. It's sadly, it actually there is a plaque, but it, it says John Denver. I'll fix that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate you talking to me, and uh, if you ever get down to Mexico, I'll give you a ride in my new dinghy. That sounds fabulous. Hey, before we let you go, though, John, I got to tell you how much I enjoyed your wonderful, wonderful work on the big tribute show to Gilbert Gottfried. That was so much fun. Thank you. I felt, uh, I mean, there were a lot of very talented, very funny people on that show. I, I was glad that they invited me to do it and that I that I could fit into that. Uh, you know, it's New York. You go down to New York to do it. When I did uh, Gilbert Gottfried's show, uh, his wife got me to do it because I was afraid of Gilbert Gottfried. He, he's you know, he's foul, he's foul, he's such a, he seems like he's an attack kind of guy. But he was the sweetest guy in the world, and, and uh, he became a good friend, and uh, I think of him a lot. My, my idea of what is funny has changed because of working with Gilbert Gottfried. He, uh, it's amazing how, of course, part of it is the way he says it, the way he delivers <laughs> it, or used to. But... Uh, yeah, he was a great lesson, but that that was a great night, and of course it was sold out. A lot of Gilbert Gottfried fans, and but thank you for watching that and and for supporting that. They uh, 
they're good people. Dara, his wife, and, and the whole organization. Absolutely. Well, John, it's wonderful to catch up with you, as always. Uh, we'll reach out. We'll get back in touch with you uh, uh, sometime between now and June 2nd when Club Sandwich opens and let people know some further details of guest performers and, and your shows and, and help spread the word a little more and make our plans to get down there to see you this summer as well. Thanks so much, Rich. I appreciate our friendship so much. And it's not just I. So many people in show business who, who have died uh, used to uh, appreciate you so much. They're gone now, but uh, they... <laughs> that was just a sick joke. I'm sorry. Bye. I'll talk to you later. See you, John. Oh, great show. You, you could be good at this. You could be good. It's good. Bye. John Davidson and his freshly repaired dinghy with us here on Downtown, the podcast. Our thanks to John. Thanks to the great Rod Argent of the Zombies as well. And to you for joining us. Here on Downtown, brought to you by Cross Insurance, where security meets strength. See you next time, right here on Downtown.